This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Arsenal still await updates on Thomas Partey and the likes of Gabriel Jesus, as well as Marquinhos, who could be leaving the club very soon. Meanwhile, Jurian Timber has spoken out ahead of his potential Arsenal return in the coming weeks and months. This is the Arsenal News Show. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal News Show. Joining you every single morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you so much as always for joining me and making this a part of your morning routines. Uh, I hope you've had a fantastic week so far and that Friday being just around the corner is enough encouragement to make it through this what is going to be just a long Thursday. Um, Last night's FA Cup action was very interesting indeed. A bad night for the cult of Unai, uh, as Aston Villa, of course, getting knocked out by Chelsea. They will progress through to the next round to face Leeds. And if they beat Leeds, it will mean that Arsenal's game against Chelsea is postponed in the Premier League. So that is certainly one to keep an eye on in the fifth round of the competition taking place very soon. But... Uh, There is lots of Arsenal news to discuss first. And, of course, we need to say good morning to you guys and girls in the chat box. Uh, Runs with Cows, Morgie, Adagoke, Carl, Blackshine, good morning. Uh, Wayne, Mr. Ree, Damien, Richard, Kaiser. Uh, We've got Rich and Stevie and Paul, Carlton, Jean, Marcus, Matt G, Angela, uh, Maximius, James. Uh, We've got Graham and Dellen. Thank you so much, guys and girls, for tuning in. And thank you once again for helping us reach over a 1,000 likes on yesterday's show. It means so much that you continue to show support to this channel. Let's see if we can push through and get to another 1K per day like target. So make sure if you haven't done so already to press that thumbs up button. And if you are new to the channel, we do this show every single day at 8am to bring you a new element to your morning routine surrounding the club that we love. So make sure you subscribe and help us towards our target of reaching the Emirates Stadium capacity by the end of this year. Okay, let's go into today's stories then. And we start with Arsenal producing the perfect response. Uh, Of course, Martin Odegaard was spotted 
uh, with a photograph or photograph, a camera taking photographs of the Arsenal crowd of Stuart McFarlane, which caused quite the stir, as we all very much well know from pundits and from other supporters and from just people that are rather easily irritated. And so Arsenal yesterday thought it would be a good idea to post a article and a photo gallery of all of the times in which Arsenal players have taken hold of the camera, which is just brilliant marketing, just excellent marketing. If you haven't seen the post, you can find it on Arsenal's Twitter feeds. I suggest going over there and having a look because it is good fun and all done in, in good jest. But I thought it was an excellent response to what has been a crazy week of crazy opinions surrounding Arsenal's celebrations following the Liverpool victory. Fabrizio Romano has reported that Fluminense have agreed a loan move for Marquinhos. Now, of course, this is not yet uh, agreed on the club side. However, the player has supposedly agreed to the terms of the deal. Now, the formalities between the club's needs to be completed before this deal can take place. It is said that this loan will include an option to buy. How much the option is, we're not sure at the moment. There's been no uh, information regarding how much Arsenal would receive if Fluminense were to uh, accept that option and if they were to activate it in the future. Um, however, the, the 20... 20-year-old, I think now, um, has obviously been in Brazil and playing with the Brazilian under-20s side as he looks to try and build up some form after what has been a disappointing spell at the club. We've just seen him move on loan twice to Norwich City and then to Nantes, where he has struggled to make an impact at the senior level in, in Europe. And so going back to Brazil with the window still open until March 7th, I believe, is going to be a good move for him. So let's hope that um, this loan move gets done and that he does well enough that perhaps that option will indeed be activated. Now, Julian Timber has spoken to the Arsenal website in a fantastic lengthy uh, piece. You can go and read it, uh, courtesy of Josh James on the Arsenal website. I recommend you go and give it a read. But uh, he talks about his time joining the club. He talks about his brothers, actually, as well. We were both involved um, in football in the Eredivisie and potentially, I mean, Quentin, for instance, actually been linked to Arsenal. Um, but he talked about obviously joining Arsenal and the, the joy of playing in the Community Shield and winning that trophy almost immediately as soon as he came. But he also talks about the injury. Then he says, of course, at some points it's been difficult because you're not playing and because that's the thing you love to do. Sometimes you really want to join the team when you're enjoying the game so much. You really want to get down there and be a part of it. That's frustrating because sometimes it looks so amazing you want to be a part of it. But I use that as motivation during my recovery. I see the boys a lot at the training grounds, but also at the games, and that's been good for me too. These months will definitely make me stronger. It's an opportunity for me to do well. So even though I'm not playing, I can take this moment to become stronger mentally, physically, and also to feel at home with this group of boys. It's an opportunity I've taken with both hands, and I've had some time more to watch the team, how we play and how I can fit in when I get on the pitch. So looking at the positives, I think there have been many. So if you want to read the full piece, you can, of course, do that on the Arsenal website. But it was a really great kind of conversation, I think. And he talked really openly about everything. So, yes, uh, Yuri and Timber uh, and returning to uh, see you guys laughing in the chat box. The suggestions that the option for Mark Inyo should be 85 million. Brilliant. Uh, but if you want to read the whole thing, as I say, it's over on the Arsenal website. Um However, in not-so-positive news, also on the Arsenal website over the last 24 hours has been the latest training images uh, in which they release a little glimpse into what's been going on at the Sober Realty 
um, training complex, of course, after the new takeover and partnership uh, with the uh, with the firm. So it's no longer London Coldy. Uh, it's the Sober Realty Training Centre. Uh, and uh, of those images, there was still no sign of Gabriel Jesus, of Zinchenko, nor Partey. Um, so a little worrying that we've not seen any evidence of those guys involved in training yet. Now, of course, we do know that the training images can be tactically put up um, and a little bit tactfully inserted into the website's um, systems because they won't include photos. They won't try and include photos that might show players that were previously injured. So it doesn't guarantee that they weren't training. Um, but I think from Partey's perspective, I don't think he certainly has been training this week. Gabriel Jesus, I'm not 100% sure about. And Zinchenko, again, we're still yet to get a full update on him. Mikel Arteta will be taking his press conference tomorrow. So we'll get all the updates from that in Saturday morning show. But there could be still some updates to come today. And of course, we'll discuss all of them in tomorrow's show. Right, so let's go to part two and your questions right after this. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, part two. Uh, Very much looking forward to this and getting into your questions as soon as feasibly possible. Uh, Of course, I do want to remind you that you can still buy tickets for... um, Sorry, (laughs) still buy tickets. What am I talking about? Of course you can't buy tickets. It's a sold-out event. I was going to say, you can still press the like button. For some reason, it turned into a ticketed event. It certainly isn't that. Um, But please do, if you haven't done so already, drop a like on the video. I know for some of you as well, if you do listen on audio platforms and obviously the liking system is different over there hop over to youtube show your support on the youtube side of things as well and help us to our 1k target that would be really genuinely appreciated right shall we jump into the chat box and tackle some of those questions damien says tom as tomorrow is something of a landmark episode with it being number 400 i said i understand you're celebrating that by announcing the lineup for the live event you can keep trying damien and everyone else can but I'm afraid that no, uh, we will celebrate the 400th episode of the Arsenal News Show tomorrow in some way, shape or form. I'm not sure how yet, um, but it won't be with the reveal of the lineup. I'm sorry. It's uh, it's not going to be that. So I can only apologize in advance for that one. Uh, Baron says, hey, Tom, if you had to choose between Vlahovic and Ivan Tony, who would you choose? I think I'd, choose, I think I'd lean towards Vlahovic because of the age profile being much better for a high investment. You know, by the end of next season, Tony will be 29, believe it or not. So 
Um, yeah, I, I think that it'd be a better investment into Dusan Vlahovic than it would be into Ivan Tony. But I don't know if either of those two players are going to be players that we end up going for during this season. Um, Lachlan says, Tom, the greatest Australian to ever play for Arsenal men's team, in your opinion. Matt Ryan is the only one who springs to mind as of late. The greatest Australian to play for Arsenal. That is asking a tough question. Australian players that played for Arsenal. I'm sure some of our older listeners are going to be in the chat box throwing them out, but I'm trying to think. Uh, Arsenal players from Australia. We have had two, believe it or not. We had in 2021, Matt Ryan, and we only had one before that. I wonder if anyone in the chat box can remember who that was. I'll give you a clue. I wasn't alive when they were uh, playing, and they played between 1978 and 1980. They signed for Adelaide. That signed from Adelaide City, and they joined West Adelaide SC. Um, he played four games for Arsenal during that two-year period. Let's see if anyone else can come up with it in the chat box. But it's going to be a hell of a <laughs> hell of a guess if you can get it. Matt Ryan would have been the only one, Lachlan, that I would have been able to get uh, any chance of of remembering. Uh, Matt G says, Tom, do you think Zubamendi has said goodbye to his teammates yet? <laughs> they keep trying to link him, don't they? They keep trying to say that he's moving to Arsenal and he's picked Arsenal, but that would take a hell of a, um, you know, that would take a hell of a, a difference. Uh, we've got one. Mike has got the answer. It is John Cosmina is the only other uh, senior men's player to play for Arsenal. Um, uh, great shout. Fantastic shout. Um, I, I'll be very honest. I've, I can't say I've ever come across uh, Cosmina whatsoever. Um, so, yeah, he, uh, you know, outside of uh, of Caitlin uh, Fords and um, Connie Cooney-Cross, I think, as well. Kyra, sorry, Cooney-Cross is, uh, I think, is also Australian. And, of course, Steph Catley as well in the women's team. But uh, in the men's team, yeah, Cos, Cosmina. Um, John Cosmina, there you go, lovely stuff. Lots of you have been googling. <laughs> Don't think I didn't know that you were googling, you definitely did. There's no way that you get that answer. I accept Mike's answer because he actually lives in Australia, so he might be able to get that one. Uh, Ryan says, We don't really have a free kick taker at the moment, do we? I mean, Martin Odegaard, we have Declan Rice, we also have both of them are set piece specialists. Um, we've also not really had an opportunity to have a free kick in and around the box to take a shot from at the moment. Martin Odegaard, of course, scored that free kick against Burnley a couple of seasons ago. So, um, yeah, I, I think we do have free kick specialists, but we've just not had the opportunity really to um, to score uh, with them. But there you go. Um, let's go to GSPG30. He says, uh, do you think that Edu's visit to Fluminense during the season, as well as Marquinhos' loan to them, could mean that we're making a move for one of their players in the summer? Not necessarily. I think, obviously, Arsenal are making some strides to build up better relationships and partnerships with clubs in South America, not just Brazil. Um, Eddie, uh, Eddie, Edu, of course. Imagine Eddie and Ketty going on a bit of a, a scouting trip to, to Brazil. That would be quite the turn-up for the books, wouldn't it? But, um, yeah, Edu's visit to Fluminense was certainly done with the idea of building up better partnerships and better relationships with the other side. So, yeah, I think there is certainly scope that we could look to sign players from... Fluminense. Of course, Andre, who was heavily linked with a move to 
to Fulham um, was, uh, and still is, of course, um, with Fluminense. They didn't make that move, Fulham, during the January window, despite the fact that there were ongoing talks between the two sides. But he was also linked to Arsenal. So maybe that's one to keep an eye on as well. Uh, Desi says, Jesus, Saka, Martin, Eliodegaard, Trossard, Havertz, Smith-Rowe, Partey, Rice, Jorginho, Timber, Gabriel, Zinchenko, Saliba, White, Tomiyasu, Raya and Ramsdale. In answer to a question from earlier on, I mean, I'm just naming players at this point. Desi, are you not? <laughs> I mean, I appreciate it. Keep me updated with the list of Arsenal players that there are. Um, we also had a uh, super chat earlier on um, from Malarkey5. He says, hey, Tom, uh, you couldn't wish my grenade, my Grenada um, a happy 50th anniversary of independence, please. Uh, yes, I can. Um, happy 50th independence uh, day to Grenada. I've never... Never been there, um, and I hear it's a lovely place. But uh, yes, happy 50th anniversary uh, to Malarkey and uh, Grenada. Fantastic stuff. Uh, Mark says, Tom, uh, between Zubamendi, Douglas Louise, Palinia, and any other midfielders um, with which we're linked, who do you favour and do you think Partey is done? Uh, I think Zubamendi probably fits the profile of player that we want the most to join the midfield because Declan Rice, I think, is going to play more as a box-to-box uh, eventually. Um, and so bringing in another starting midfielder is probably going to be better to be the deeper. And he is of those three, uh, besides Palinia, who's, I think, the wrong age profile. Now, uh, the right player to go for. I would have taken Palinia in January, but now when we've got more scope to kind of assess our options, I think Martin Zubamendi is the right choice. Uh, World Citizen says, Tom, did you see the way the Chelsea players celebrated Enzo's goal last night by kissing his shirt? Yeah, I've heard absolutely no mention of over-celebrations from them uh, who are an underachieving team. And you probably won't, to be honest, mate. You probably won't because they're not Arsenal. And Arsenal are the team that face all the flack. Arsenal are the team that take all the scrutiny, not Chelsea. So, yeah, I wouldn't expect there to be anything either. Um, Chardino is uh, and has been now a member for 18 months. Fantastic stuff. And uh, happy anniversary for the support of the channel. Very much appreciate that. Uh, Vala says, I'll post a video on the Discord server. Okay, I look forward to uh, to seeing it. Uh, Marcus says, so what goals are you going to reenact at the live show? Well, it's the day after the Porto game. So I guess we'll have to see... What goals need reenactments at the Porto game? Uh, Philip says, Tom, I believe you, like me, are a big off-menu fan. Uh, my question is, who would be the best Arsenal player to be on the off-menu, past or present, for their podcast? For me, it would be Ian Wright. For those that don't know what the off-menu podcast is, uh, two British comedians, James A. Castor and Ed Gamble, have celebrities on every single week and ask them their favourite starter, main, side dish, dessert and drink. Not in that order. Um, and Arsenal player. Ian Wright's a really good shout. Um, player only. I mean, otherwise, Arsene Wenger, I'd be very interested to hear his. But Mikel Arteta is a former Arsenal player. So I suppose Mikel Arteta. Be very interested to get the Spanish flavours from there. If not, because my favourite cuisine is Italian, and we are pretty, we're pretty, you know, restricted in terms of Italian players. We've got Lupoli, we've got um, Viviano, Emiliano Viviano, you might remember him. And of course, Jorginho. So I think Jorginho as well, who is one of the more experienced players. So I reckon Jorginho would be able to give some very good Italian suggestions. So I'm going to go with Jorginho or Arteta would be my choices. But excellent question indeed. Uh, let's scroll up a little bit more. Uh, Blackshine says it's Nigeria against Ivory Coast in the AFCON final. I tell you what, it is an incredible story with Ivory Coast, who are, of course sacked their manager. They're now in the final of the competition. I mean, what that says about the coach, I don't know. Um, 
but an amazing achievement for Ivory Coast and Nigeria. Of course, Victor Ozimen, drama in yesterday's semi-final, scoring what they thought had been the second goal. Turns out it was a penalty up the other end for South Africa. I'll tell you what, the VAR has received a lot of praise for how it's been used during the AFCON. Um, and so maybe that is something that the Premier League referees need to take notice of. Um, and we need to learn from the use of VAR during the, the AFCON. But it's been an amazing tournament. And not only that, but of course, a massive congratulations to Qatar who won the uh, the Asia Cup and commiserations to to Jordan uh, in the final as well. Um, but uh, sorry, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, is it? Uh, it wasn't. Is 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 that the way forwards? No, sorry, it's the final. It's commiserations to um, Iran who lost to Qatar and South Korea who lost to um, Jordan, and it is Jordan and Qatar in the final. There we go. So some of you must have been listening going, what is he talking about? But yes, um, the Asia Cup final takes place on Saturday. Uh, it's Qatar who beat Iran and Jordan who beat South Korea. So it's Jordan against Qatar in the final. Um, amazing tournament that. I mean, because there's been sides in this tournament like Japan who were eliminated by Iran. And you've got uh, Australia, of course, going out to South uh, Korea. But I think Jordan beating South Korea has got to be the biggest upset of the tournament, an amazing result for them and best of luck to both sides in the final as well. Uh, let's hope it's a great one. Um, so there you go. Um, Joe says you better support Nigeria, Tom. I don't have a side, mate. I'm not picking a side for the African government. My, my nation's gone. Um, I would have been a, a Uganda supporter because my aunt is, is Ugandan. So, uh, if I have an African nation, it would be Uganda. Um, just because of family ties, that is it. But, uh, yeah, I, I can't I can't side with anyone because I know plenty of our listeners will be uh very much supporting one of both of those teams. So yeah, I'm sorry, but I can't I can't pick a side, I'm afraid. My yeah, Uganda, I don't think even made it to the the group stage, did they? Did they make it to the group stage? I don't think they did. Um so yeah, I didn't I wasn't able to support anyone during the, the tournament. I was just hopeful that our players that are involved, which was just Mohamed El Nenny, would come back soon. Egypt being another team that, of course, went out very early in the uh, in the competition. Um, Walter says, heartbreaking result for South Africa, which is uh, Walter's side, but it's good to see our football is finally moving in the right direction. Absolutely. Um, Benji says, incredible story, um, but I hope they get smashed up by the Super Eagles. I don't think there's any scope about who Benji will be supporting in the final. Uh, Gary says, Tom, which positions are our priority for the summer and who would you sign? Of course, Gary, I get asked this question every single show and I say, ask me in the summer. But in positions-wise, striker, wide forward, midfielder, defender and probably goalkeeper when one of ours is, is sold as well. Um, and Kai says, Uganda is hosting the next African Cup of Nations. Well, at least we know they're going to be qualified next time. So at least they'll be involved in the next one. Uh, Advaith says, Tom, do you think the players like Kivio, Vieira, Reese Nelson, etc., would be happy staying at Arsenal considering the minutes that they're getting? Well, of course, Kivio is actually getting quite a fair few minutes at the moment. Uh, Vieira has been out injured. Reese Nelson less so. I spoke to Reese Nelson myself after the FA Cup game against Liverpool. I asked him whether or not he thought that the contract he signed was, has been justified as being the right choice. And I wouldn't say that his response was emphatic in agreeing that it was um but i think that if he does have the opportunity to move on the summer i think there's a chance that we might see him move on that's in the summer i guess we will have to wait and uh wait and see um so yeah let's let's wait and see uh, if you haven't already dropped a like on the video we're going to carry on answering some more of your questions don't worry but if you haven't already dropped a like please make sure you do as we try and head towards that 1k per day target uh, darren says will we have a call-in show tomorrow 
We might have a call-in show tonight, uh, actually, Darren. Um, there may be a call-in show this evening, uh, probably around 5 o'clock UK time. So make sure you watch out for that one. But uh, yes, we may have a phone-in show tomorrow uh, today so keep your eyes peeled but uh i did promise one this week and uh, tomorrow will be the preview show so today is really the last day i've got of a chance of doing a phone-in show so i think today we'll probably do one of those um lachlan says tom who would you choose i love these these are really random questions today you can tell it's a quiet thursday and there's no europa league action for arsenal um who would you choose as your arsenal player for the show pointless the idea is to name somebody that no one else would say. So if you're not familiar with the game show Pointless, they ask 100 people a question and you've got to try and get an answer that is co- both correct, but the fewest number of people would answer. So name an Arsenal player and that answer has to be Pointless. I mean, Viviano earlier on would have been a very good shout. I think that would have been a very low number. I mean, to be fair, so would have uh, John Cosmina. I think you probably would have to say, like, name an Arsenal player from the year, from the Premier League years. That might have been one that's better, because otherwise you've got to do, that's a huge amount of time. So, yeah, Premier League Arsenal players, what would be your pointless answer for a player that has played for Arsenal in the Premier League? And it has to be pointless. They will say the men's team as well. Um, So... Oh, who would be? I'll come back. I'll have a think and I'll give you. Jonathan, I don't think Sol Campbell's going to get you the, <laughs> the best answer. There. I think that would be very, very highly. They ask 100 people as many as they can name in a minute. So, um, you know, you, you will eventually start naming some of the really weird ones. They have to have made a competitive senior appearance as well. So no youth players, no random youth players, I'm afraid. So Zellalem, I don't think Zellalem made a competitive appearance for Arsenal. I will check that, though. Zelalem. Did Zelalem, Gideon, Zelalem, make a senior appearance for Arsenal? Um, No, he didn't. Uh, Oh, hold on. Did he? League Cup, 26-17. Yes, he did. I take it back. Uh, He played in the League Cup in 2016-17. He played in a European competition in 2014-15. And he played in the FA Cup in 2013-14. He made four competitive appearances for Arsenal. Yes, Gedeon Zelalem would count. Chu Young Park says, Darren, that's a great shout. Uh, Igor Stepanov says, Damien, I think he's kind of well known for the the hipster factor, if you like. Uh, Alex Runison as well uh, is a great shout. Remy Guards, uh, I think, what, the first Frenchman that Arsene Wenger signed at the club. Uh, Clive Palmer says, Tom, if you were asked on the overlap uh, in front of Carragher and Neville, what would you like to say to them? Clive, that's a really good question. I have a feeling that Clive may have asked this because maybe he's been asked on the overlap. <laughs> that's the type of thing that Clive would do. I'd... <laughs> So that's my assumption. Um, maybe I'm wrong, but uh, am I going to help Clive out with what he should ask Garrett Carragher and Gary Neville? If you are, obviously you are asking a question in an environment that is that's obviously you've been very kindly invited by Sky onto the overlap. Um, so you've got to bear that in mind when you are ask your question. Uh, it's got to be respectful in asking it. I think I'd have to take a while to really come up with a good question regarding Arsenal. Um, Maybe, I think obviously you want to get something that's going to be a memorable, to get a memorable answer in that way. Um, 
Maybe something because I remember Gary Neville saying something on the lines of when Arsenal got into the top four, that that was as far as Gary Neville thought he could take them. And maybe I'd ask something to Gary on the lines of what made you underestimate Mikel Arteta that you thought achieving Champions League qualification and, and a fourth place position as the best that we could expect. So much so that just, I think, a year or so after you changed your mind and, and put Arsenal as your title prediction for the 23-4 season. So what was it about Arsenal and Mikel Arteta that made you underestimate them so much that you were willing to stand so firmly by the argument that they could only finish as the fourth best club in the country under his management? So off the top of my head, and I would take a lot more time to ask the question than that, but off the top of my head, that's what I'm thinking of immediately. Um try to think of anything else um maybe something as well like sometimes why are why do pundits such as yourselves who played during the early 2000s and the 90s often kind of template the football of then onto the football of today and critique it so rigidly as if it was still played back when you were playing why is it judged so rigidly against the standard and the accepted kind of model of football back in the 90s and the early noughties on the, the football of the 2020s. Like why is it such a rigid template that's then our footballers and our manager and our players are judged so rigidly on the standards of then compared to now when clearly the sport has evolved dramatically over that period of time. So those are the two questions I can think of off the top of my head, but I would take more time to have a really big think about them. But I can see the chat box has got some questions for you, Clive, if uh, you ever get the chance to go onto the overlap of what you would ask. I can see the chat box is offering some that I'm probably not going to repeat on the show. <laughs> but there you go. There's some questions for you. Um, Kalstrom was a legend, said Ray Beam, as in answer to this question again. Uh, played in the FA Cup final with a broken back. That's got to be unique. He also scored a penalty in one of our uh, shootouts as well. One certainly not to forget. Uh, Philip says, Tom, have you ever had a rouge or regrettable a rouge? Do you mean rogue? Is that how you spell rogue? Is that how you spell rogue? I thought that was rouge. Um, yeah, that is, that is rouge. How do you spell rogue? I, I'm saying this is... Uh, <laughs> uh, how do you spell rogue in the chat box? But that's definitely just rouge, is it not? I'm sure that it is. I'm sure. <laughs> um, have you ever had a rogue? Is that how you spell rogue? I'm sure it's not. I'm now double... You know when someone writes a word and you're like, that doesn't look right. The U comes after the G, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Uh, R-O-G-U. <laughs> That's great. I love it. Have you ever had a rouge, a really like deep red, uh, regrettable name on an Arsenal shirt? I had Nazri and won't wear the shirt now. Um, if I've, I've never had a red name on the back of a shirt, but I'll, I will go with the intention of what your question was. In terms of a rogue name, I mean, Van Persie, obviously, I regret having quite considerably. Fabregas I've had on the back of the shirt. Alexis Sanchez I've had on the back of the shirt. They all moved to to Arsenal's rivals. Um, my first Arsenal shirt, the first name I ever got was Thierry Henry in the 2006 uh, away shirt, the Galactico, um, the, the Gunner Galactico shirt where he scored in the... the um, where he scored in the Bernabeu in 2006. That was my first shirt. I was only 12 when I got my first shirt. you think I would have got one younger, but 
my dad's not an Arsenal fan. My it's my my dad's dad that was the Arsenal fan, and he wasn't alive when I was born, so uh, it wasn't Arsenal shirts I was given until I found out <clears throat> that kind of uh, family uh, heritage. But um, yeah, I, I think I think the second shirt I got was Gilberto Silva, which was the third kit that was like the rouge, ironically, like the, the like the rouge deep maroon and black horizontal circular hoops um that shirt if you remember eduardo i think that was his first season in an arsenal shirt i had gilberto silver on the back of that shirt so yeah uh there's been some rogue ones there you go um but yeah thanks for the questions this morning really appreciate your time and uh touchwood thank you for saying that's a brilliant question really appreciate uh the uh, the kind support of that I, I think off the top of my head i'm pretty proud of those questions to be fair you gotta think of them pretty quick um but i would probably take some plenty of time to uh to ask some some maybe more tactically um interesting ones but thank you so much for listening really appreciate your time as always have a fantastic day um stay safe stay well stay happy and respectful as always if you haven't dropped a like on the video please make sure you do as we try and hit 1k every day um and uh i might we might have to make that a hashtag in the chat you know can we do that can we make it a hashtag 1k every day i think that's that works there we go hashtag 1k every day uh let's make sure we get that uh we'll smash that at the start of every video and we'll try and smash that at the start uh, at the end of every video if we can in the chat box let's really try and and push this in the chat so yes hashtag 1k every day thank you so much for listening have a fantastic thursday i will see you probably a little bit later on today for a phone-in show if not then tomorrow morning bright and early at 8 a.m once again to round up all the latest arsenal news and then it's Mikel arteta's press conference in the afternoon and then a preview show ahead of the west ham game in the evening have a great day people i'll speak to you soon and as always up the arsenal It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates are around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.